Borough draw their final game of the regular season to set up a playoff two-legged semi-final against today's very opponents. It's the Uruguayan curls one in. What is up guys, Matthew here, welcome back to another episode of Project Borough. Today we're looking at Borough's final game of the regular season, which was at home to Coventry City. Now at this point, of course, Borough had already sealed the playoff spot. That was done weeks ago. We've had now three games, essentially, where we've had near enough nothing to play for. Uh, but we were having a huge effect on the playoff battle around us or beneath us today. As of course, fifth and sixth were still... Right up for grabs, you had Coventry, Millwall, Blackburn, Sunderland and West Brom all fighting out for two positions and after this draw, it meant that Coventry held on to fifth place despite Millwall's absolute bottle job at the den when they gave up a 3-1 lead to lose 4-3 to Blackburn and Sunderland, our northeast rivals, managed to beat Preston and sneak into sixth on the final day, which means that this draw essentially has set up a repeat, a dress rehearsal, take one of three, you could say, as Borough will then head to Coventry Stadium at the weekend for the first leg, and then they'll come back to the Riverside again a week on Wednesday for the second leg. But as for this game, in its own context, um, it was... Again, that in the end, I think was probably one of the best case scenarios for Borough, but it, it really wasn't looking that way at half time because, of course, Borough have come off the back of two defeats. One defeat, Luton, was because of a bad refereeing decision where Borough arguably were the better side. Last week against Rotherham, tough game, dead rubber, didn't play well. I said last week we needed to get something from this game, so we had something to carry into the playoffs. You know, the last two games you could write off as dead rubbers that don't really mean anything. Um, you know, you can afford to maybe not win, afford to take your foot off the gas, rotate, rest players, whatever. This was a game where Borough had to put in a performance, get a good result and take something into the playoffs. Because as much as there's the argument, is momentum important, is form important, is it not? I mean, it is, but it's not the be-all and end-all. So I wasn't desperate for Borough to absolutely wallop Coventry 4-0 here because our playoff hopes would suddenly dash and falter because we hadn't beaten them. But I did want us to take something in, and we probably just about have done. But it didn't look that way in the first half, um, because Coventry started unbelievably well. I thought they put us under a lot of pressure early on. Borough, like they have done in recent games, we were in first gear, we looked like we were on the beach, we looked like we were ready for the off-season, ready for the summer, um, and Coventry... A bit like against Rotherham last week. There was clearly a team here who had nothing to play for, had to sort of play at 60-70-80% and a team who had everything to gain and everything to lose. So it was very much like last week and that's, like I said last week, that's the, that's the, the luxury but I guess the, maybe the slight negative of wrapping things up as soon as we did in terms of the playoffs, you can have a couple of games where you just sort of get into a bit of a comfort zone. And we were like that first half. We weren't great at all. 
Um, Coventry with a, with a better side, especially in the first few minutes, they forced a couple of saves out of Zach Steffen, had some really good opportunities um, and did eventually take the lead on 22 minutes and it all came from another error from Tommy Smith, a bit like last week. He's the one who gave the ball away on the right-hand side. He tried to play the same pass twice, which baffled me. He tried to play it once, it ricocheted off the defender, fair enough. Turn, play it back. He tried to play the same ball twice and he had the same outcome. Both times he lost possession. Coventry, an unbelievably great counter-attacking side, it's probably their biggest strength, and and they played it down the right. Hamer in space, an informed player, one of Coventry's best players. I'd probably say their best player after Jokeres finished perfectly into the the bottom corner, and suddenly you're staring at this game, thinking, as things stand, we're going to be playing Coventry, and they're beating us at the Riverside, and we're showing absolutely nothing in terms of a fight back or really laying a glove on them at all and it was getting towards the end of the half where I was starting to worry I'm not gonna lie you know I'd, I'd put any worries aside in the last two games I really wasn't worried at all about Boris form but this was the first time I honestly started to think we could be in trouble here we're losing to the team who were gonna play in the playoffs no matter what happens elsewhere if Coventry win it's us versus them and we're showing absolutely nothing and we nicked a goal at the end of the first half, and I mean nicked a goal. Um, we had a few good moves, but we didn't really offer much in the first half, and it took until the very, very end of the half when Borough scored from a corner, which is miraculous. Borough never scored from set pieces, but it was a quick, well-thought-out, uh, quick, snappy, short corner. McGree played it in the box. I, I can't remember who it was who had the initial shot. It might have been Mowat. It was blocked. It ricocheted around, and Cameron Archer, being the, the, the instinctive poacher he is, slammed it in to the top right corner and that was literally on the brink of half time and Borough somehow went in to the half level with Coventry when we probably didn't deserve to be um, if I'm honest it was a, a great time to equalise don't get me wrong but you know it was it was desperately needed maybe not deserved but it, it just gave us some sort of a foothold in the game and as things stood at that point Coventry needed a point regardless they had that point. Millwall were leading 3-1 at Blackburn. It looked to me at half-time like it was Borough Millwall sealed and delivered. I thought Millwall have done it. 3-1 up. They've won. They're going to be fifth. Coventry are going to be sixth unless we beat them. And Sunderland, of course, go on and beat Preston. So it was all about the second half. And to me, I thought, it's, it's, it's Millwall. But things changed second half. Um, and in terms of the Borough game, um, it was a... Better second half from Borough. I'd say we, we had a bit more control. We looked a bit sharper. We created a few more opportunities, but nothing major. And I think Coventry realising that they needed a point for the majority of the start of the second half, at least. You could maybe tell they knew that they needed just a point. And if Borough scored, they'd be out of the top six because Sunderland did score. I think twice before the 60th minute. So it did get a bit nervy, I felt, with the Coventry uh, players at some at some points in the second half. I thought they started to sit back, invite pressure. I thought, are they going to hang on? You know, one Borough goal would have knocked Coventry out the playoffs completely. But then it all changed because Millwall, like I say, bottled it. Absolutely bottled it. They bottled a 3-1 lead. They went level with Blackburn 3 each and then went behind. And after that, the Coventry fans were celebrating and you could sense the relief from their end um you know their players sort of I, I loosened up a bit started playing a bit more uh, counter-attacking football they looked a lot better they equaled us a bit in the second half and you could just tell 
that both sides were just happy to end the game with a draw. I think that's the, the fair assessment, um, because in Coventry's eyes, even if we had beat them, Millwall losing meant that Coventry couldn't drop out the top six. It was just a case of, would Borough play Coventry or Sunderland? Because Sunderland were winning 3-0 at this point and were sixth. If Borough get a goal and drop Coventry down at sixth, it would have been a tease weird derby semi-final. And I've got to be honest, in the last 10 minutes of this match, when I realised that Millwall weren't going to win, they were out of the playoffs, and I knew it was either Sunderland or Coventry, I was desperate for Borough to not score a winner. Because I just thought, out of the two, you know, as the game went on, I... I Grew on in confidence in terms of Borough going up against this Coventry side over two legs, but Sunderland, I would have, I wanted to avoid like the plague because one, it would be a derby game, which just, you know, it's a cliche. Form goes out the window in a derby. It does. It's it, there's a degree of truth to that, but I would not want to go to the stadium alight in a first leg. Um, they're in unbelievable form right now. Sunderland, I think they're the third most informed side in the division. Tony Mowbray, a big Borough fan, goes to near enough every game he can attend and knows our side inside out. His record against us is incredible. So I thought Sunderland would probably be the worst case scenario for Borough in the playoff semi-final. So I was begging for Borough not to score a winner. And thankfully we didn't. Like I say, you know, both sides I think were happy to just end the game one each. Um, I still think there was definitely a degree of Borough not wanting to risk injuries, not wanting to push too hard. That was still the case here, but Carrick... You know, did put out a strong side, um, and I would say second half we were more of ourselves. We were more of the fast, fluent, possession-based borough. I think we had 73% possession, and uh, the most in the league this weekend. We just looked a lot sharper, a lot better, um, and Coventry was sort of just happy to hang on to what they had. So, the promising signs that Borough were sort of getting back towards their best in the second half, um, and Coventry were just absolutely, obviously, celebrating like crazy. Uh, by the end because they'd obviously sealed the playoff place and it was quite nice at the end I'll be honest because I kind of like Coventry as a club and I like how they've you know I like their manager uh, they've done exceptionally well over the years you know despite so many horrible off-field issues Mark Robbins has, has done unbelievably well with this team to continually have them progressing year on year so it was it was nice to see them celebrate at the end of the game you know Borough fans did you know Borough players did their lap of honour both fans went home happy, which, you know, is nice to see. But, of course, that's that's the nicest he's done now because it is Coventry who we've got in the playoffs. As for Borough's team, um, it was nice to welcome back Ryan Giles. He did say after the game it was just a back injury, a precaution, nothing serious there. Um, the back four was, was standard. Mowat was, once again, alongside Hackney in the middle. McGreak, Pom Jones were the, the, the three behind Cameron Archer. Um, we still are missing... Force, Fry, Ramsey, Housen, um, which is a worry. A couple of them did come on the pitch at the end during the lap of honour. Force looked okay. Uh, apparently, Fry was limping. Housen was doing keepy uppies with his kids, so I'm praying Housen is back for the playoff semi finals. But uh, Ramsey was nowhere to be seen. So for me, I sort of looked at this game and thought if any of them injured players were going to have a chance of, of being in the semi final, they would have needed minutes here. And none of them got minutes um, here. So, yeah, I think Housen might be the only one who can come straight back into the team. I can't see Fry playing a part until the final at the very earliest. Same with Ramsey. Force, not sure. Um, so, yeah, 
still a couple of holes that I would like to see be filled in the coming weeks. But Borough got through it unscathed and I would like to hopefully see one or two more back for the playoff semi-final. Um, as for the players who did play, uh, what I will say is I will give credit to our back to Lenahan and McNair. I thought Lenahan especially was outstanding going up against Jokerez, obviously the best striker all round in the league after Tuba, um, who's a number 10 apparently. I guess so this season. But um, yeah, McNair has had pelters in recent weeks. You know, he's had a lot of shaky performances and he arguably had one of his best performances in a long time up against Jokerez, which was was fascinating. And Lanahan did exceptionally well. Um, the midfield was all right. I would love to see Housen back in there, though, for the playoff semi-final. Um, I, I'm not quite convinced by Mowat and Hackney. But yeah, other than that, I thought McGree, Akpomarcher did well. Jones, not his best game. Would maybe like to see Force come back in there, but we're in good shape going into the playoffs. I would say not perfect. We are the most out of form side of the four, um, but I still think it just takes one good spell for this Borough team to click into gear, and I think we'll be okay. Um, and I guess the fascinating thing about this game is that Coventry needed to go all out, they needed a result. Borough didn't and I still feel like we were around 60-70% here so there's a, an argument and this was spoke about on the radio afterwards have Coventry showed their hand have they showed us what they're like at full pelt because Borough haven't Borough have still got plenty in the locker in the engine we've still got a, plenty more gears to go through and I think if, if, if that's anything to kind of go by here it shows that I think Borough have the edge on this Coventry side if we play at our best, which we know we can do. But, you know, at the same time, you can counteract that with maybe this is a different game. You know, it's a game where Borough don't need a result, really. Coventry do. It's going to be completely heightened in a playoff game at both sides. You know, we're going to have to go there, which is going to be really difficult in an amazing atmosphere, I'm sure. They've then got to come back to the Riverside um, and do exactly the same against an even stronger atmosphere so you can't read too much I guess into the game state etc but I do feel Borough have got more in the tank here um, and if we played our best we should beat this Coventry side over two legs. Um, as for the stats though as you can see not the most eventful game both under one expected goal Borough had the edge they had more shots we had more possession which is usually the case in a lot of our games but um, yeah what that does is like I say it ends like this. Luton Town have Sunderland in the playoffs. Thank God we don't have Sunderland. It will be fascinating to see how Luton get on against Sunderland though because the form table is flipped in terms of the playoff side. Sunderland are the most in form, then it's Coventry, then it's Luton, then it's Borough. So it's, yeah, we're going in as the, the most out of form side. The two below us are more in form, but I'm glad we've got Coventry out of them. Millwall, West Brom, I think, you know, they're, they're the sides I would much have preferred to have. So, yeah, that's how it finished. So I am going to do an additional video uh, of my playoff preview uh, or my playoff predictions where I predict uh, the results from both legs as well as the final. So that's going to come up in a separate video. But um, yeah, Luton and Borough have been sat waiting to see who their opponents are for a while now. And Borough have Coventry, Luton have Sunderland, Millwall have absolutely bottled it in their final five. I think their final five games, and they were fifth going into their final five. They had Birmingham, who finished 17th. They had Blackpool and Wigan, who've been relegated. 
um, and they've they've bottled it. Even three three one up on the final day, you'd, you'd be sick as a pig if you were a, a Millwall fan. But West Brom never made it. Uh, a big name not to make the playoffs there. Blackburn gave it a good shot, but essentially just didn't have enough, and their goal difference did come back to bite them on the final day. And then you've got the likes of Swansea, Watford didn't quite make it. Preston tailed off massively towards the end of the season. Norwich have finished off with an absolute stinker, losing to Blackpool on the final day. And of course, as we all know from last week, it means that Reading, Blackpool and Wigan were relegated. Uh, Interestingly, Reading, without that points deduction, would have stayed up by a point. And Cardiff would have been relegated, which is interesting. So, like I say, I'm not going to go into it too much because I do have a preview playoff prediction video coming up in the next couple of days. But... Yeah, Borough have to go to Coventry. As you say, insight on the right, they've not lost in seven. Borough haven't kept a clean sheet in eight. It's going to be very hard to go there and shut up shop. Um, they're going to have a sellout. They're going to be really up for it. This Coventry side, a chance to get back to the Premier League. No doubt their atmosphere will be electric. And Borough have to stand up. We have to stand tall. Um, the whole point of having the advantage in the second leg is that you can go to the Riverside knowing what you need to do in the second leg and um, I feel like Borough just draw doesn't matter, 0-0, 1-1-2 doesn't matter, try and draw the game if we're going to lose it, lose it by a goal, I still feel like Borough could turn that over in the second leg the main thing is to not let Coventry absolutely batter us 3-0, 4-0 even um, and then we have an absolute mountain to climb in the second leg. It would be a disaster. So yeah, Borough have to go there, have to stay strong, have to be very resilient, uh, very defensively resolute. And fingers crossed, we take something back to the Riverside. So the following Wednesday, we know exactly what we need. Because at home, I strongly believe, under a sellout, under the lights, sellout crowd, right up for it. Borough side, who can finally let the shackles off because they've clearly, you know took their foot off in recent weeks so that they were ready for the playoffs we can finally attack them full force now um, and fingers crossed we can head into the second leg in good shape but yeah I will reveal my predictions for the playoffs as well as the Sunderland Luton playoff semi-final in a separate video but I'll be back with the next episode of Project Borough where we will be looking back to the first leg with everything crossed we take something from the game if you want further analysis on today's game, do check out the Borough Breakdown podcast. I do do creative for that very podcast. And I am going to actually be a guest on their podcast over the next two playoff first and second legs. I'm going to be sitting in for Johnny, which is a huge honour and a bit of pressure. But I've been asked to sit in as the third man um, for that or them two podcasts, which is exciting. So you'll get to see me on there as well. So please do subscribe to the Borough Breakdown podcast if you haven't already there. The best Borough pundits, fans, people out there. But as for me, thanks for watching, guys. Do hit the like button if you've enjoyed it. Subscribe for more and hit the bell too so you never miss an upload. Comment below with your thoughts, as always, on today's game. Whether you're a Coventry fan, whether you're a Sunderland Luton fan or anyone else, your thoughts on this game, the playoffs, and what you think will happen, and your predictions. But until then, a big thank you for watching, guys. I'll see you all next time. Up the Borough.